0: SEC fans. It's week 10 in the SEC, and you're listening to the Salty SEC Podcast. Let's get ready to have a great show. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. salty sec fans thank you for once again plugging into the salty sec podcast it's been a great season for football so far with four sec teams still in the mix for a spot in the college football playoff some of that will be resolved with georgia and florida squaring off in the world's largest cocktail party this weekend which we will see one of these programs dropping their second game of the season which would all but eliminate them from the college football playoff picture. But before we address that rivalry game and the rest of the week 10 in the SEC, let's revisit how week nine panned out. Alabama hosted Arkansas with Bama lacking their starting quarterback to a tongue of but that didn't keep Alabama from rolling over the still struggling Razorback squad. We had predicted a Alabama would come out flat with their star signal caller uh, being out uh, for the game, and we pegged a final of 31-17, to but Alabama, especially their defense, proved they were up for the challenge, winning 48-7, to scoring 41 in the first half. Mississippi State took on the Aggies of Texas A&M in a fairly high-scoring affair, veteran Aggie quarterback Kellen Mond had one of his best performances on the season, accounting for five touchdowns, leading to a 49-30 victory. We predicted an Aggie win, but the score was a bit off, as we called for just a 28-20 win. We hope you didn't bet the under on account of us. Tennessee hosting yet another visiting team. Honestly, how many games do the Vols get this season in Knoxville? Is it 12? It feels like it. Anyway, the Vols welcomed South Carolina to their con- confines uh, in Knoxville and played like a team out of its mind, at least compared to prior Tennessee outings. The Vols used two different quarterbacks to combine for 351 passing yards and three touchdowns, defeating the Gamecocks 41-21. We had predicted a victory for South Carolina with a score of 26-18. to Color us surprised by the final. In yet another example of why they play the game, Kentucky's defense showed its tenacity by limiting Missouri and their passing attack to a mere 7 points. If that fact wasn't surprising enough, then consider that Kentucky scored 29 on Missouri's defense that had only been allowing 16.5 points per game prior to Week 9. Missouri has now lost two straight, including their surprising loss to Vanderbilt the prior week. We had predicted Missouri winning this one, 31-14, but Kentucky decided to make liars of us. And finally, we had Auburn traveling to LSU in a battle of top 10 Tigers. We had predicted a close, tight, well-fought game, and for the most part, both programs delivered, with LSU separating themselves by 10 before Auburn scored a late touchdown, bringing it within three. Auburn's defense did provide future teams a way to defeat LSU by limiting Joe Burrow to just a single touchdown and even picking off one of his passes. Burrow still completed 32 passes on 42 attempts for 321 yards, while Bo Nix continued to struggle against top 25 competition, completing only 42.9% of his passes for just 157 yards. The Salty SEC had predicted LSU winning 28-18 with the actual final score being 23 to 20. So wrapping up week nine, we were three and two for the week, bringing our season record for predicting the winners to 53 and 16, a 76.81 winning percentage. So we'll take that. Um, and before moving on to week 10 in the salty SEC, let's tell you about our friends at Yellowhammer Creative. In business for 10 years, offering quality hand-printed products, Yellowhammer Creative is your source for t-shirts, posters, dish towels, tote bags, magnets, and much more. Located in Birmingham, Alabama, these guys are proud supporters of the local squad, the UAB Blazers, and are proud to be your solution to all your printed merch needs. Check them out at yellowhammer.org. That's yellowhammer.org. Week 10. Week 10. It's Week 10 in the Salty SEC, and here's what we have on tap for our boys in the best conference in college football. Tennessee hosts the 6-1 defending CUSA champs, UAB Blazers, with the Vols favored by 11.5 in yet another home game for Tennessee. Seriously, we're not lying. Tennessee plays their 37th home game of the season this weekend. Congrats to the Volunteers for having so many home games. Texas A&M hosts 3-4, Texas San Antonio. The Aggies are favored by 38 over the Roadrunners from UTSA. Arkansas welcomes Mississippi State, with the Bulldogs favored by 7.5 over the struggling Razorbacks. Auburn, reeling from a tough loss to their rival LSU in Week 9, welcomes the 3-5 Ole Miss Rebels to Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn is favored by 19. South Carolina takes on a fellow 5-loss team, Vanderbilt, at Williams-Brice Stadium, with the home squad favored by 15. And finally, Jacksonville, Florida will be the site for one of the best rivalry games in all of college football, the world's largest cocktail party, with the Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Gators from Florida. Nearly 68,000 people will squeeze into TIA Bank Field to watch these two SEC East teams battle it out for a shot at the SEC crown and a place in the college football playoff. Georgia is a slight favorite with six and a half points. So here's how we think these games will go down. Stay with us. Starting with UAB and Tennessee. At various points in the season, this matchup could have easily favored the 6-1 UAB Blazers, by, but Tennessee's surprise 20-point win over South Carolina may be providing the boost of confidence the Vols need. UAB is 0-4 all-time against Tennessee, with all games, not surprising, being home games for the Vols. You know, because they get 12 home games each season. The last meeting came in 2010, with the Vols winning by just three points, 32-29. UAB averages 405 yards on offense compared to Tennessee's 354 yards per game. And defensively, UAB is also ahead of Tennessee, allowing just 248 yards per game compared to the Vols' 365. The Blazers average 29.9 points per game on offense with just 15.7 points per game allowed, while Tennessee only averages 24 points per game and have allowed 26.3 points per game to the opposition. On paper, the advantage leans towards the Blazers of UAB. UAB even has a better receiver in Austin Watkins, who has 655 yards on the season, compared to Tennessee's leading uh, Juan Jennings, who has 652 yards on 11 more receptions than Watkins. The only plus for Tennessee is in running back Ty Chandler, who averages 5.1 yards per carry for a total of 484 yards on the season but UAB's defense allows just 88.3 yards on the ground per game. Tennessee also sports the home field advantage in this one and comes in off a huge win while the Blazers had a bye last week. We suspect this game will be close, with UAB wanting to make a point that they are a dangerous program, and I suspect they will. The salty SEC prediction for UAB and Tennessee, UAB 25, the Tennessee Volunteers 22. That's right, calling for upset here. Um, I think it's just a great time for UAB to make that push and actually surprise a weak and up-and-down team uh, in Tennessee. So this could be a chance for UAB to get a SEC win to go along with that uh, SEC win they got over LSU many years ago. Moving on to Texas A&M, Kellen Mond, where have you been? The Texas A&M quarterback had his best performance on the season last week, completing 73.9% of his passes, accounting for five total touchdowns. For the visiting roadrunners of Texas San Antonio, they don't offer much of a match at the QB spot, but they do have a hot freshman running back, Sincere McCormick, who averages 5.8 yards per touch with 567 yards and actually averages 6.8 yards per carry in away games and 6.5 yards per carry against non-conference teams. McCormick will get loose from time to time throughout this game with the Roadrunners trying to compete with their in-state opponent, but the Aggies' defense will limit McCormick to less than 125 yards on the ground and maybe just a single touchdown, controlling the game for three of the four quarters. The Salty SEC prediction this week for Texas A&M and Texas San Antonio. The Aggies 45, the Roadrunners 17. The Razorbacks and Bulldogs from Mississippi State square off in their 29th meeting with the Hogs holding a 16-12-1 record over the Dogs. However, the Bulldogs have won the last two in the series, including a 52-6 slaughter in Starkville last season. Both teams have problems at the quarterback position, but I give Mississippi State a slight edge. Both programs have great running backs, with the Hogs running behind junior Rakeem Boyd, who has 706 yards on a 131 carries, while the Bulldogs have SEC leading rusher Kylan Hill, who has 793 yards on 155 touches. Both teams are close defensively, but Arkansas does surrender 32 rushing yards more per game than Mississippi State, and in this matchup, the team that has the most success grounding and pounding will be the victor. The salty SEC prediction for Mississippi State and Arkansas, Mississippi State 30, Arkansas 23. The Ole Miss Rebels travel down to Auburn to take on the 11th ranked Tigers who suffered their second loss on the season last week. Auburn is 32-10 and all-time versus the Rebels, winning the last three in the series by an average of 15.6 points. Like a lot of teams in the SEC, Ole Miss has a freshman taking snaps, either in Matt Corral or John Reese Plumley, but neither have really solidified their position as being the next leader at Ole Miss. Auburn has a freshman under center of their own in Bo Nix who is performing fairly well by comparison, but is struggling with just a little over a 50% completion rate. Auburn's rushing attack has been well documented this season, but you'd be surprised to find out that Ole Miss actually averages more yards on the ground than Auburn, with 232.5 yards per game compared to Auburn's 225.9 per game. Ole Miss even edges out Auburn in passing yards at 201.6 per game to Auburn's 189 per game. But Auburn's turn their yards gained into points, averaging nearly 10 points more per game than the Rebels, and their defense is nearly 10 points better as well, averaging just 17.9 points to opponents compared to Ole Miss's 27 points per game. Auburn may come out a bit flat following a heartbreaking loss to a rival, but Auburn will make it four in a row, with our prediction being the Auburn Tigers 35, the Ole Miss Rebels 15. South Carolina has won 10 straight against the Commodores, with Vandy only winning four times in the series history. The Gamecocks have a future All-SC selection in quarterback Ryan Helinski. Not this season, maybe two seasons from now, just FYI with Helensky tossing eight TDs to just three interceptions and completing 61.7% of his passes in home games. Vandy's Riley Neal has an unappealing 35.5 QBR, but junior quarterback Mo Hassan has completed 63% of his passes in limited play and has shown, shown some mobility. If not for a concussion, Hassan may be looking at a start this in this week's game, but it may still be up in the air. I know it's going to probably be a game-time decision on who starts for the Vanderbilt Commodores, but I would think if he's able to go, Vandy would probably be better off going with Mo Hassan. He just looks like he comes out with a lot more confidence. South Carolina features a star running back. Tavian Feaster, but Vanderbilt's Kayshawn Vaughn has rushed for 131 more yards in one less game, giving Vanderbilt a possible edge on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, Vanderbilt has been less than stellar, surrendering 455.6 yards per game and 33.6 points per game. In comparison, South Carolina only gives up 27.3 points and nearly 50 yards less than Vandy. Vanderbilt is coming off a bye week that followed an upset of then-ranked 22nd-ranked Missouri, but they may not be as impressive of a win as once thought, as the Tigers were defeated last week by Kentucky. South Carolina needs a win to avoid losing three straight, and with only four games left, one of which is against fourth-ranked Clemson, the Gamecocks should be seeing this as an urgent must-win to seek bowl eligibility. The salty SEC prediction South Carolina 26, Vandy 12. Now, buckle your seats, strap in, and hold on as we have one of the best rivalry games in the country taking place in week 10 in the SEC. Florida versus Georgia, Gators versus Bulldogs, Tom Petty versus REM, Jorts. And Mullets, Cocktails and Dreams, dreams of a shot at the SEC crown and a shot at the playoff. This series goes back a ways. With the record of 51 and 43 and 2 favoring the Bulldogs of Georgia, who have also won two straight against the Gators. In a shocking revelation, Florida quarterback Kyle Trask, who wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the season, has thrown 14 touchdowns to Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm's 9. And Trask only trails Fromm by 15 passing yards. However, in Fromm's defense, Florida has played one more game than Georgia thus far. Georgia features a running back, uh, star running back, I should say, in DeAndre Swift, who has 752 yards, seven touchdowns on 110 carries. He's averaging 6.6 yards per carry against conference opponents and will cause a lot of trouble for Florida's fierce defense. The Gators are led defensively by senior David Reese II, who leads the team with 27 solo tackles and one sack. And a lot has been made of the Florida defense, who earlier this season defended Auburn in a tight ball game at home, showing off their fierceness on the tackling side of the line of scrimmage. But Georgia is actually posting better numbers on the bad boy side of the ball, allowing just 10.6 points per game and just 266.7 yards per game. The Gators surrender 15.8 points and 319.5 yards per game, while averaging 50 fewer yards than Georgia per game on offense. Both teams won their last game, but Georgia's offense was questioned heavily following a 21-0 victory over Kentucky. Following Kentucky's performance over Missouri, perhaps Georgia's offensive, offensive woes had more to do with Kentucky's defense than their own play calling. But there is no question, they will face a tough defense in Florida. Can Florida break the two-game losing streak and take aim at the SEC title game? Or will Georgia live up to preseason predictions representing the Eastern Division Atlanta? Our salty SEC prediction in a tight, chippy, angry, salty game. Florida, 13. Georgia... 16. That's right. We've got the Georgia Bulldogs defeating the Florida Gators by just three in what I imagine will be a tough game. Uh, Defense on display for both programs. It's going to be a great game. Regardless, I think both fan bases should be proud of the way these teams perform and really all of the SEC. So, there you have it. I do want to thank you for plugging in once again listening to our podcast feel free to drop us 99 cents per month for a nice little subscription we'd greatly appreciate that also you know if you happen to check out our buddies over at yellowhammercreative.org let them know you heard about them here with us on the podcast we'd greatly appreciate that as well There's no discounts or anything at this time, but who knows? Maybe in time you can. They do have an excellent product, some awesome awesome gear. you got to check them out. Anyway, I just want to wrap this up, thanking you once again for your time. Uh, Hopefully, you're getting a lot out of this. Hopefully, we come back to you with a perfect record on Week 10. I think we're doing really well, a little over 70% in the winning percentage, not too shabby. Uh, And I'm definitely learning a lot more about all of the programs in the SEC. As we all know, this is the best college football conference, no doubt. Second to none. So it's good to know about all these teams. And I find myself maybe not so much pulling for rivals, but maybe not hating them as much. This has been a great way to learn a lot about these players, and I hope that you're learning as well and it's giving you a little bit better perspective on this conference. But feel free to continue to hate your rival. Respect them. You know, if they play you hard, respect them. But, you know, that's all it's all about, I guess, is just sharing this information, sharing these numbers with you, and respecting the the teams within this league. Anyway, it's been great. Hope you guys had a great Halloween. Everybody stay safe. And once again, you've been listening to the salty SEC podcast. Yeah!